welcome to the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I'm your host, Sally Ann Hurley, and I'll be loving the shit out of a variety of topics with you. I hope each episode brings you insight, inspiration, and positive vibes. So let's get into it. Welcome to the latest episode of How to Love the Shit Out of Life. Today, I have a very special guest here with me, the wonderful Amy Lavelle. Welcome, Amy. Thank you, Sally. That's all right. Um, So Amy is a mentor and a life coach with a very powerful and moving story of loss and of healing and learning to truly live each day in the moment, which is the focus of this episode. So how to love the shit out of living in the moment. So I'm really excited to talk to you today. Um, And I thought maybe first you could give us a bit of background about your journey up until this point. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So thank you. (laughs) So a bit about my journey. Um, So I was married to um, those who are local to Campbelltown, um, might know him, Davy Brown, the boxer. Um, we met in 2010 and we proceeded to have a baby and get married and I, um, we moved here to, to Campbelltown, bought a home and I was working in a, a corporate job in human resources. So I guess we had the kind of a standard kind of family life happening and we were happy. Um, we were very busy. He went back to boxing. And we had our second son. Um, so we had two boys. And when Flynn, the second one, was seven months old, um, David had a fight, which was pretty standard. He'd had a few since going back um, in, I think it was 2013. And um, this fight was just different. And it didn't go as planned. And he got really hurt. And to the point where, um, you know, the final punch killed him. Um, So he was in a coma for three days in hospital, but we were told that there was just no no way he was going to survive. There was no surgery, possibility of surgery or anything like that. And um, obviously this was just such a shock. I mean, never mind the boxing, I'm kind of, you know, over the whole boxing thing. I don't really want to focus on how he died, but just having him die out of so suddenly like that, it really just obviously shocked me. But beyond that point of the initial grief and just, I guess, realising that it was reality, because, you know, some days I'd wake up in in those first few weeks and I would just... I'd check in and be like, was that a dream? Is that real? And, you know, I'd be like, yeah, it was real. And that was hard to, to get my head around at first, but pretty soon after it happened, I mean, I did I did continue to work. Um, I guess that was out of fear and I was just wanting to keep, I guess, some financial stability. And I was a bit worried about that side of things. But it was probably about eight weeks after that I started to I came across some videos and information and I started to really look deep inside of myself and life in general and just ask so many questions like why why did this happen um 
Why am I here now with these two little boys without their father? Why this is not how I imagine life to be? And there's something more to it that I'm not that I'm not that's you know not linked to you know having your husband die. I'm like this it just doesn't make sense. So I started on I guess you could call it a journey of self-realization or self-development um and it's still going you know it's been three and a half years now and I guess maybe this sounds a bit I don't know intriguing because I'm not really giving much detail but I sort of I did a program I have my own coaching group and mentor and you know I could go into a lot more detail but basically this program it made me realize what I truly am or that I'm more than this body and that I'm here to live my truth and a big part of getting to the point that I am now is also acceptance so instead of living in the grief and staying in the grief of death I have chosen to accept what happened I had no control over it I had and I also have stopped blaming well I mean obviously in the boxing scene that people had responsibilities and Mm -hmm. in the story yes there were people that you could blame but for me personally I've accepted what happened and you know I I don't want to just say it's okay what happened but just for me to be able to live and raise the boys in the way that I want to raise them I've stopped blaming external things and I've I'm choosing to accept what happened and choosing to I guess I don't want to say positive because I I don't believe in just living positively but again it just comes back to the acceptance and going right now I have a choice am I going to live as the poor grieving widow who's been hardly done by or am I going to accept what's happened and do what feels true for me that's awesome (laughs) like it's it's really powerful I think because um you hear a lot of people when they're in a relationship and when they're with the person that you know they believe is their soulmate and someone they've been married to for a long time you know that's the whole thing of like I can't live without you and this idea of if you would ever leave me or to not be here that I wouldn't be able to go on and you know obviously when you're in that moment you feel strongly about that but I guess when you're confronted with that reality it's like well you can go one or two ways here and it's I think it's really powerful that you have chosen to accept it and you know to live your life because you're still here the boys are here you know your family your friends and I think that that's like a really strong message for people to hear so yeah thank you for that (laughs) so going just to the work that you're doing now as a mentor and life coach um how would you say that that work brings you joy and happiness well I think because I have been through so much um I guess you could call it shedding of emotions and it's like it's very internal I've I guess I stopped like I kind of mentioned before, you stop blaming your external circumstances yeah. for your happiness or for your sadness, whatever you tie it to. So with that, I I love seeing clients go through similar difficulties 
in terms of shedding that emotion or shedding just the conditioning that they've had over their whole life, which is what I had. You know, I thought the white picket fence and the, mm. the, the family life and, you know, if you're a good person, good things happen to you and yeah. ca- that karma sort of approach, be positive, you know, always look on the bright side. I've realised that that's not what my life was meant to be. But there's joy and happiness in realising and accepting the good and the bad. So I guess um, it brings me joy in that I'm also expressing myself um, and I'm not pretending to be happy or sad or I'm just being myself. And so to help people have some kind of experience similar to what I've had in all these realisations about life, um, that's just what I want to share and that's you know, what I want to connect on with other people. Are there particular tips or bits of advice? Like, is there one go-to bit of advice that you share with all of your clients? A big thing for me was realising, not labelling emotions. So if I'm having about, like, you know, I've been through anxiety and depression and there's a lot of stigma around that, but I believe personally it comes from suppressing your feelings and suppressing things that you want to express. So for me, it starts with, um, you know, being in touch with your emotions and just feeling them and letting yourself have a bad day or a, a sad day and just feeling it because a lot of people push, mm. push emotions to the side or they resist them yeah. and that's when you can be stuck in it. So I guess a tip for people who... I don't know, having a hard time or kind of, I guess, they um, aren't truly happy. It's it's about being honest with yourself but also not labelling your emotions and just feeling them and allowing yourself to do that. So I guess going back to grief and loss, and this might be a bit similar to what we just spoke about, like some kind of advice or words of healing that you would give to someone maybe in a similar situation yourself because I'm, I'm guessing with your clients you might have a, a variety of people and experiences so some of them may have experienced some sort of death or loss or they could be going through another sort of struggle but more specifically to someone who maybe has gone through something similar to yourself what words of healing or advice would you give to them in those maybe initial you know um, grief moments like that when something first happens If I take myself back, you know, I guess time and space. I mean, I remember the time one that was hard because I wanted to just fast forward time so the pain would ease. Yeah. Uh, But I guess you need to be really strong but know that you have the strength because some people just think, I can't do it. Mm. But it's only your mind that's telling you you can't do it. That's not the actual reality. So dig deep and find the strength give yourself time give yourself space and remember i mean i think when someone so close to you dies unexpectedly you know a young young person um it does make you go what really matters to me so you know just to keep it to make it more concise is allow yourself to feel give yourself time and also look for the inner strength that 
you might not think you have, but you do have. Um, have you found in the work that you are doing, you know, people that have been through similar things to yourself or is it a, a wide variety of experiences and challenges and needs, I guess? Mm, no, I haven't come across anyone. I mean, I do have a dear friend who lost her husband when her children were, um, I think they were 12 and 15 or something around that age anyway. Yeah. But besides her, um, I haven't, you know, come across anyone who's lost their spouse through my work, but, um, you know, unexpectedly at a young age. But um, I guess something else I've realised is that even though it may seem like a, a huge ordeal, I think the smaller things that upset people in life or that are challenging for people, even though it might not seem like such a like a death in you know in the story in their story of what's happening to them it can still have a the same impact if you know what I mean so even though it might just be I don't know a relationship problem or a work thing or a money thing you know these things can bring about the same responses in people so it comes down to having the willpower to to want to work through it yeah I think that's like because I know for me I I mean I've experienced loss and you know I've had people in my family pass away and I've you know um had relationship breakdowns and things that I guess people would consider difficult and and hard but at the same time I feel like I haven't experienced a certain level of say trauma that some other people I know in my life have and there was a period there particularly when I was writing the book that I would kind of compare myself to some of those people be like I've never experienced something that bad before and I actually had one friend just say yeah but you've also experienced your own stuff before just like every other human being has so to compare as much as there obviously are levels of trauma that are you know horrible and then there's certain smaller issues that that's why we call them smaller issues but you're right in a sense that they all do matter and if you let those smaller issues I think build up over time they kind of Mm. form one big experience or episode anyway so yeah I think it's important to not compare in certain instances in that way because everyone deals with everything differently yeah exactly humans are all very complex I'm sure you've met many (laughs) different human beings in your journey as a a life coach um just on the work that you are doing how do you see it growing and evolving um in the future I feel like there's you know the world is um a funny place and my belief which people might not really understand or them this might spark a debate but I believe that everything that's going on in the world is meant to be happening, the good and the bad, Mm. and that this kind of, I don't know, the the growth in self-awareness or consciousness, it's expanding and, you know, there's different levels to it. Some people might just want to look at the surface areas of their life and some people might want to go all the way into the more spiritual um, depths of it where, you know, it's about realising that you're not just this body that you think you are, which is, you know, it is next level and it's not something that you can just kind of 
realize overnight but um I feel like you know for those anyone who kind of connects with something if they come like that's how it started for me I came across um Jamie a friend of mine Jamie who does the who's in the coaching group as well I came across some of his videos on Facebook and that's just where it started what he was saying I just really connected to it and I think that's all it takes is someone who's you don't even realize that you're looking for this but you know I was shocked out of my perceived reality and I came across some videos that I connected to and then it just took took me deeper and deeper and I haven't stopped and there's no destination either it's just an ongoing thing so it's been very empowering as well because I I quit my job and I'm not saying that everyone should quit their jobs that they hate (laughs) but because it takes a lot of courage but that's where the appreciation comes in as well for me that this experience has put me on a path where I'm now really I feel like I'm really living and life certainly isn't easy Mm. it's not any easier than it was before but I'm I'm living truthfully in that I'm expressing myself and I'm which is something that I've you know I wasn't doing when I was younger I was you know I've done so much work on just being myself and having the courage and confidence to do that and so I feel like I've gone a bit off track here no, for the I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hang it's on what was the question oh, you know. <laughs> but um well yeah how it's growing mm. I I think that I would encourage anyone who feels like even if it's just an inkling and sometimes it's people don't even realize that they're kind of in this prison this invisible prison of their own mind but if you feel like there's more to life than what you're doing right now I encourage you to go on a search and start experiencing or start discovering more and I'm not this isn't I'm not trying to like promote myself here but I you know I have a lot of information on this so if anyone wants to contact me about it like just because people would probably go well where do I start mm. but um you've like everyone has all the answers within themselves already that's yeah. another thing no one or no external thing is going to fix you or change your life it's all about you yeah so I think sometimes it's like a combination of sometimes things just happen and it just happens in an organic way where all of yes. a sudden you realize oh holy shit I'm changing or you know I don't think this way anymore or whatever and then other times you actually have to get off your butt and do a bit of research for yourself. And I think that that's an important message too because I think sometimes we encourage people just just let nature take its course, mm. just let life life find you. It's like, well, you're here, so you may as well go find it yes. while you're at it. That's, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> Definitely. And yeah. that, yeah, that, I mean, that, I guess that's a tip. It's like things like some people believe in fate and that kind of thing but you've still got to participate like things aren't just going to happen either there's you know there's an element where I feel like we don't have control but when things are showing up you've got to act and participate still yeah gotta live gotta live okay (laughs) so the final kind of part of all this is just finding out a bit about what you love the shit out of in life (laughs) so and it can be anything it doesn't necessarily have to be related to the work you're doing but yeah just what are some of the things that you love the shit out of well I I guess I feel like I can say um 
I'm a bit like that Yes Man movie, you know, the Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm not saying I have no fear, but if I look at myself, say, 10 years ago to now, um, I have gotten rid of, not gotten rid of, I've risen above a lot of my fears. And if I feel to do something, I just say yes. Like, you know, in the last three years I've travelled... I've done, you know, I've gone to retreats and I've taken, I guess, risks. Maybe people might put it into that kind of box with things financially. um, I've, you know, just felt to move house, so I just move. Um, Like I said, I've felt to go on these big trips overseas with my coaching group and we do these amazing things and just have these joyful experiences and you know it just feels so good (laughs) to do that um and I'm not saying I I mean being a single mum of two boys is bloody stressful and I'm not going to sugarcoat it but I just I don't hold on I try my best anyway some days a bit easier than others but I don't hold on to the bad stuff I just and I've kind of stopped labeling it as bad as well it's like Everything just is what it is. Um, we have a lot of judgments and labels, but I just I say yes to things if if they feel true. I'd yeah. stop analysing and stop questioning why I shouldn't or shouldn't, and I just go yes. <laughs> I love that. There's actually a really good TED talk. You reminds me, you know, Shonda Rhimes, the woman that created I think it's Grey's Anatomy. Oh, okay. And there's a couple of other TV shows. I've I can't remember the other ones now, but she gives this really good TED talk where she talks about how she just started saying yes to everything and particularly her, her daughters, because Mm -hmm. she found that because she's writing all these TV shows and living this busy Hollywood life that her, one of her daughters would ask her to play and she just never had time or she thought she never had time Mm -hmm. to play with her kid. And then one morning she just went before she walked out the door, like, yes, I'll play with you. And she said it just started this whole thing of just saying yes to stuff that she felt like she didn't have time for. And I was like, that is such yes. a great message. Like, Actually, I love that. yes. I love that. I can I'm definitely... guessing you probably get that from your boys. Exactly. Yeah. I was, it just made me think about something that I haven't really mentioned, but it's about being present too. Because mm. when we're worrying about the past or the future or influenced by one of them, we're not just being here in the moment. And I know that sounds like a cliche, but it, it's it's more about, you know, when my boys have asked me to play or play some game or play Uno or whatever it is, chess, <laughs> and I'm getting dinner ready or something, but sometimes I'll just go, yes, I will. And then I forget what I was doing and we're having fun and we're giggling and, and then they start being naughty and then I get grumpy. <laughs> but the point is... You know, I forget what I'm supposed or what I think I'm supposed to be doing and you just enjoy that moment and there's no nowhere else to be. Yeah. Your mind is just there and that's a good practice. Thank you. All right, well, I think that's about it for today. But if people want to get in touch with Amy, best way would be, I'm guessing, go to your website, which is amylavelle.com.au, but you're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And yes. Trust me, you should follow her because she's got, she's got good content. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you again for being on the show and um, for sharing your story with us. Thanks for having me. Thank 
you for loving the shit out of life with me. Don't forget to like the How to Love the Shit Out of Life Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. And if you don't already have a copy of How to Love the Shit Out of Life, the book, you can purchase it now through most major bookstores. Till next time.